So I have done videos in the past on forgiveness, what forgiveness is. And so I just wanna recap that a little bit. Not to, re not to repeat myself, not to repeat myself. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. I think it's worth noting that forgiveness is not the same thing as I'm over it. Forgiveness is not the same thing as, oh, don't worry about it, there's nothing to forgive. Forgiveness is not the fact that, like, oh, I, I feel fine now, I'm not hurt anymore. That none of those things are forgiveness. Forgiveness is nothing more and nothing less than rooted in justice. Again, this is so important for us. Forgiveness has to be rooted in justice or else it is, it's, it's fake, it's a fiction, it's, it's not real. Here's what I mean. Whenever someone has done something to us, to you, or you've done something to another that has, has hurt them, it's cost them something. When someone has hurt you, it's cost you something. And so injustice, what is justice? Justice is giving someone what they're, what they're due, like giving, getting what you're owed. And so if someone's hurt you, um, injustice, you're supposed to get paid back. They, have to, they ought to try to give you back what they took. And that's, that's just justice. It's not being mean. It's not being hateful. It's not being small or petty. It's simply, that's the virtue of justice. So where does forgiveness come in? Forgiveness is, is kind of three moves here. First move is I have to note it. I have to realize, okay, wait, wait a second. Wait, slow down. I've been hurt. Like this has happened to me or I've hurt you. This is what I've done to you. Okay, I have to stop and note it. The second thing I have to do is I have to count the cost. I truly have to do this. And this goes all the way back to the Gospels where Jesus is talking about, he's, given, he's giving a parable. He's talking about the master who has a servant and the servant owes him a huge amount. In the New American Bible, it says a huge amount, but actually in the original Greek, it says 50,000 talents, which is more than any person, normal person could pay off in many, many lifetimes. So <laughs> what happened is the master has counted up the cost, right? He knows exactly how much his servant owes him. This is so important for us as well. If someone has hurt you, the first step of forgiveness is noting this and noting that they owe you something. Second is, what did they owe you? T add it up, tally it up. What has this person cost you? Because the third step of forgiveness is, an act, is a decision. The third step of forgiveness is basically saying what Jesus says, the master says in the gospel, and he says, I release you from your debt. That's it. It's, it's not a matter of like, oh, I'm over it. Again, as I said before, it's not a matter of like, this doesn't bother me anymore. This is, can you owe me this? This is what you owe me. Injustice is what you should pay me. I'm not going to make you pay me back. That is all forgiveness is. That's what forgiveness is. Because sometimes we hold on to it, right? We hold on to it. They can't pay us back. In fact, in the gospel, in the parable, that guy could never possibly pay his master back in a, in a thousand years hundreds of life, maybe not hundreds of lifetimes, but dozens of lifetimes. I'll do the math at some, at some point. You could never pay him back. So if you were to hold on to it, he would simply be, it's kind of like this unforgiveness a lot of times is, is making your enemy poison, but drinking it yourself. So what's forgiveness? Forgiveness is, I note this, it's real. Justice demands that this is what you cost me. And now I just release you from your debt. I'm not going to wait around to make you pay me back. That's, that's all I forgive you is. Now, here's the next part. The next part is, Forgiveness is not reconciliation. This is the, because that's all review. This is maybe something new. Forgiveness is not the same thing as reconciliation. Forgiveness is, I'm not gonna make you pay me back. Reconciliation is something different. And there's a, a third step that's something even more different. Because we know this, we know that um, a person can hurt us and we can say, okay, I, I let it go. But also, I'm gonna let you go. That, that's, that's actually a wise thing that you can do in your life is here's a friend, here's someone who's part of your life and, and maybe they're a deep part of your life, but at some point they've hurt you so much that you realize, okay, 
I can't hold on to this hurt. I need to let them go. I need to release them from their debt, what they owe me. At the same time, I need to let them go as well. I can't hold on to them. I can't trust them in my life because that's one of, the, one of the casualties, right, of being hurt is trust. One of the casualties of being hurt is the relationship itself. So it's one thing to say, I release you from your debt. It's another thing to say, and I release you from this relationship. I release you from this friendship, at least from the depth that we shared before this. The next step is reconciliation. But reconciliation, it's okay if that takes time. We remember that forgiveness is a process. It's rarely an event. It's rarely one moment of like, I release you from your debt, now it's all fine. It's usually, I have to be reminded of this. I have to choose it again and again in order for it to kind of really sink in. And something similar is true when it comes to reconciliation. If I want to reconcile with this person, it's rare that I can just give them all of my trust immediately once again. So what we realize is there's a process of reconciliation. And that process of reconciliation is, I'm going to give you a little bit of trust and see what you do with it. In this particular, especially in this area that you hurt me. No, especially in those relationships that we have that are meant to go our entire lives, that are meant to last our entire lives. Maybe those relationships we even vowed to be part of. It's like, okay, I forgive you. Reconciliation is piece by piece, little by little, bit by bit, I'm gonna hand you a little bit more of the thing you damaged. That could be my heart. That could be uh, my trust. That could be my, my, whatever the thing is. The analogy I always like to think of is if you lend someone your car, right? You lend them their, your vehicle and they, they injure it. They injure it. <laughs> they, they break it. Can you injure cars? They hurt the car. They broke the car. They wrecked the car. And it cost you $1,500. Like justice says, you owe me $1,500. If I forgive you, that costs me something. I say, I release you from your debt. You don't owe me $1,500. So I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily going to let you drive my car again, right? That's forgiveness. I'm, but reconciliation would be maybe something along the lines of, okay, can I begin trusting you with my vehicle again? That thing that you damaged, you have to demonstrate to me that my trusting you with it is not me being foolish. You have to demonstrate to me that I actually can trust you with this. And that begins the process of reconciliation. And as that reconciliation happens, then you have this third thing, and that's called restoration. So forgiveness, I release you from your debt. Reconciliation, the process for us as human beings is, okay, I'm gonna extend a little bit of my trust of this thing that you damaged. And if you grow in this, if we grow in this, we can have this third reality. And that third reality is restoration. Restoration after an injury, restoration after an injury can often become even greater than before, right? The relationship can even be greater than before. Now, when it comes to the Lord, he not only offers us forgiveness immediately, he offers us reconciliation immediately. He offers us restoration immediately. In fact, think about in the Gospels, once again, you have Simon Peter who denies knowing Jesus three times in a row. He weeps bitterly. He repents. He comes back to the Lord. And when he sees Jesus on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, he dives into the water, swims to him. And at one point, shortly after this, what does Jesus ask him? He says, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, you know I love you. He asks him a second time and a third time, do you love me more than these? And after he says he loves him, all three times he says, feed my sheep, tend my lambs, feed my sheep. Remember, Peter was given the role of being the al-habayit. He was given the role of being the pope. He was given the role of being the shepherd in place of the good shepherd, Jesus himself. And what does Jesus say at the end of this whole gospel? He says, okay, Peter, you're restored. Feed my sheep. Peter, you're restored. Tend my lambs. Peter, you're restored. Feed my sheep. Because when we come to the Lord, he does, he's not waiting around to trust us again. He just trusts us, which is bonkers and bananas, but it's so good. So forgiveness, reconciliation, and restoration. 
God offers those things to us immediately in the sacrament of confession. So my invitation is, if you need forgiveness, go to confession. If you need reconciliation, go to confession. And if you need restoration, go to confession. Jesus wants to give you those things. And if you need to give forgiveness, do it. If you need to give reconciliation, do it wisely. And if there's something that's been broken that needs to be restored, then do it with the grace that's been given to you through the sacrament of reconciliation. For all of us here to Sense Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.